Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You got to learn how to live in your fantasy. Will you just get on with it, Marcus? Let's press this button then. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, will you stop scatting all over the podcast? Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought it was good as well. Yeah. Do you want another one? I think I've done quite well there. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the curtain, Marcus often scats before the show. Listen to the scat man and you'll see, actually. How like for like that was. Hmm. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And uh, Pete Donaldson is also... <laughs> <laughs> if listeners are confused at this point, it's going to probably get worse. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Never That's mind. fine. Get That's fine. It. He's dead now, the scat man. He is, yeah. He passed mm. away fairly recently. Rest uh, and what a fitting tribute. <laughs> yeah. It was like ten years ago. What a, what a fitting, over, but, but overdue tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Serie B will introduce green cards this season to reward good behaviour. What's that? Green cards, Marcus? Yeah. Mm. What? What? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, this has nothing to do with living in America. Um, <laughs> th there will be no advantage gained on the field if you receive a green card, but names will be noted and they'll be tallied up at the end of the season and presumably prizes will be handed out. And I'd like to say that I should be the one handing them out. It's quite a quaint idea. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like the sort of thing you'd expect to be done in like an under-10s league in like a Absolutely. home county somewhere. Yeah, but like a, a school's league. Like yeah. very much like, you know, you like everyone gets a medal for taking part yeah. and if you're a particular like brown nose, you get a certificate as well. Mm. Everyone's the most improved player because we've yeah. all learnt a little bit about ourselves and each other. Mm. Absolutely. Well, examples of how, other examples of how to uh, earn a green card in include kicking the ball out of play for an injured player or admitting straight away that you've dived. Oh, no, whoa, hang on a minute. I'm not having that. Hang That's on a minute. Right. No. Admitting, that if you, puts if you, you back would, to zero. Yeah, if you admit straight away that you've dived, you're at very best even <laughs> and you shouldn't have done it in the first place anyway, so you are going to be still in trouble then. Mm. Yeah. It's, a, it's in Italy. So, but what you're saying, if you don't dive, you don't get anything. But if you do dive and admit it, you get a green card. Yeah. It's a flawed system. Yeah, mm. it's not, I've not thought it through. Again, what, it's what in if, Italy. What <laughs> if the teams in Italy that were naughty back in the day, like 10 years ago in the in Syria, yeah. all the ones in Syria went, B, suddenly, this season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry, last season. Yeah. What if they sort of went, oh, sorry we did all that stuff. Do we... Are we allowed to stay in the league? Well, it looks Juventus, that way, doesn't Juventus, it? Juventus, Juventus not only get their Serie A titles back, they also get green cups. Yeah, they get yeah. like a green cup, given that you <laughs> yeah. know, the offence was so heinous. Yeah. Well, the idea is to improve the image of Italian football after its many recent controversies. Some of the ones just uh, slightly touched upon by the lads there. Um, incidentally, the start of the Serie B season was postponed for a short while because of a match-fixing inquiry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how would you, I put it to Were you... Were they fixing giving out the green cards? Maybe. Yeah. I put it to you, chaps, and myself. How would you try? 
try to earn a green card if playing in Serie B, Jim? Marcus, I would simply turn down a bribe. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I, that's all you need to do, isn't it? That's oh. all these players need to do to stop these players and officials and referees Jim, and whoever's involved. Doesn't that fall under the car- category of you should be doing that anyway, though? Yeah, but by the sounds of it, you can get a green card for this. Well, the bar's very low, I suppose. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, like... This is this on the field of play. Again. On the field of play. Well, I'm... Uh, yeah, I mean... It's mine to answer as I want, isn't it? I would, oh, I would just it? turn down, turn down a bribe on the on Feasible the pitch. Easy, you could go over to the touchline to take a throw, and the, the opposing team no, I, could, yeah, I, could try and catch your ear. It could happen. I, I have, I'm from a betting syndicate. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. <laughs> make, make this a foul throw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Luke, what have you got? Um, have you guys seen the um, popular American situation comedy? No, My name is Earl. Uh, yeah. Do you well, like any British time, ones? It? No, I'm not, I can't think of any at the moment. They were all Scientologists, uh, weren't they? Um, well, they were, yeah. in that show, he goes back um, and tries to write all the wrongs he's done in the past. Ah. I think what I would do is I would get a referee to follow me around mm. uh, my life in general and just watch me write all the wrongs I've made in mm. the past and then hopefully get a green card for each one of them and pack up a big stack of green cards. Yeah. You yeah. could go back and, like, uh, if you were the um, player at fault, you could go and do Sergio on David Boost, for example. Yes, that's a great example. Tape his leg on. Yeah. Have you seen his leg now? Because he got MRSA in hospital, he did, didn't yeah. he? Like mm. He got like proper muscle wastage from it. It's, but, it's, but Pete, that's actually said, why he had to retire. But the way you said that horrible. was like, no one had operated on him. He has been operated. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah been look done. what happened. Yeah, true. Emma, I said. Mm. Yeah, true. Mm. Um, Pete, how would you try to earn a green card if playing in Serie B? Just to remind everybody of the question. <laughs> I would get a really healthy ball of fruit and put vanishing spray on it and okay. eat it like a Sunday to sort of teach the kids to eat healthy all the time. <laughs> And I if you're going to eat cream, make it invisible cream. If, <laughs> if he gets the points, I'm leaving the podcast. Hey, well, quick, Marcus, top give the me a <laughs> Top of the league. <laughs> through, through default, I will get the points here, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. doesn't matter how bad or good my answer is. Oh, what? A healthy fruit and an invisible spray Sunday. Yeah. Mm. Just it's fruit, not invisible, it's vanishing spray. Kids. Yeah, fruit and the, mystery chemicals. Got, we made, the, got, we made that mistake, haven't we? We made the mistake that the commentator what? made. It's actually vanishing, vanishing spray, not invisible spray. No, is it? Phil Neville called it imaginary spray. Oh, that's, right, yeah. <laughs> that's even worse. I yeah, call it great. phantom spray. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, was that thing Phil Neville tweeted accidentally? Something about he tweeted something in Spanish oh, and it, he effectively said yeah I have I've just been down, down, down the beach, on the beach had a big erection or something yeah. like that <laughs> ejaculated on the beach yeah. something like that yeah that's nice. right that was no accident <laughs> so yeah I mean imaginary spray is not the biggest of his crimes is it yeah, although no. to be fair that is in his you know first language a literal sex crime <laughs> Come on, Marcus, um, put a bullet in this. Well, if, uh, <laughs> Take this question to the fucking glue factory. If two players squared up to each other on the field of play in Serie B, there's the points in the bag already, um, the, and the opposition, they were about to get stuck in and it was all going to kick off, then I'd um, form a circle around what's going on with my teammates, join hands, and everyone would sing Ring a Ring of Roses to defuse the situation. Have you thought you, about that? Are you that? from the Beano? <laughs> Jim, Jim, that's got me the points. You are Walter the Softy. <laughs> yeah, very much so. That, that You're reflects, not in Dennis's cool game. Would that your, not diffuse, your best friend is a teddy bear. Would, would that not diffuse the, the no, situation? No, that would me up. Yeah. No, no, it would uh, diffuse it. Because everyone would be like, what the hell is going on? Exactly, yeah, yeah that's not necessarily good, like is how it? I feel now. If you were getting, <laughs> if you're getting a card for doing something confusing, then yeah. yeah. Okay. Whoever tallies up the points, and God bless you for that, then... Uh, one to me there. <laughs> <laughs> now let's go on to the European Championship qualification because proper points were dished out. Oh, mm. it's mm. it's bloody getting good, isn't it? It's football on it the Scatman's world stage. Yes. <laughs>
Let's go to Group E. England bossing it. Group England. Oh, smashing it up. Yeah. <laughs> Romping it. San Marino with the latest to... Uh... San Marino who? Yeah. <laughs> You've got more cars than people, you idiots. Yeah. Flan Marino. <laughs> Jim, you want to join No. Him? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, England hammered them. 6-0, the latest side to be put to... Put to the... Put Roy to Hodgson's sword. sword. Put yeah. to St. George's sword. <laughs> Doesn't even need his shield. Flattened under the Roy Hodgson <laughs> steamroller. Smash the San Marinian or whatever you would yeah. call them, dragons. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Get lost. Decimated. Get lost, San Marino. <laughs> the team Give England airstrike. Go back to your fucking bakeries. <laughs> the Walcott Scud. Yeah. Smashed. Ah, job well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 6 0. Yeah. It's 6 0. It's a 6 0 result away from home. <laughs> it's 6 0 on the road. <laughs> it's 14 ah. goals in two games. It's San Marino's backyard. <laughs> Which is in they Italy. They might as well move out. Yeah. They might as well move out. Just yeah. close the country. They've been forced out by inflationary gold prices. Sink it. Of their own house. <laughs> Sink San Marino into the fucking sea. Yeah. Because it's been, not worth talking about in the Cut it out and throw it in. Reclaim. Get a big catapult. Reclaim get rid of it. footballing get, tsunami. Get, yeah. get Italy to boot it into the stratosphere yeah. with yeah. its foot. Mm. I've no, done this. Why are really saying I've done this forty-nine <laughs> times yeah. against much better opposition than you? So fuck off. Yeah, we'll cut it out, put it in the sea, mm. tie it over to the Isle of Wight, and then the, the residents of the Isle of Wight can laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. just laugh at how shit it is. I'm fucking. I'm sick of talking about it. <laughs> just get rid of. I'm sick of talking about something oh. right now. They're not even worth it. Shan Marino, more like. Yeah. It's a northern expression about being old. Sham Marino. Sham Marino. <laughs> Rooney equaled Sir Bobby Ro- Sorry uh, about the swearing. Sir Bobby Jones, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry guys. Record through a soft penalty. Mm. It was a soft penalty. Yeah, yeah, that is... Um, it's a great way to do it. It's apt. Against San Marino, a soft penalty, and not even a particularly good penalty in the corner. Yeah, but he looks almost apologetic, <laughs> I love he? it. Yeah. I love how that was the way he e- Even it. The, ma- the magnanimous Sir Bobby Charlton would have at least had a little bit of a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, pen- a penalty for a John Stones handball. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Bobby Charlton apparently has been fairly influential in the development of Waverley's career at Manchester United. Yes. They've worked very well together. Apparently Charlton would poke his head in all the time in the dressing room and be mm. nice to Rooney and encourage him and stuff. I think even he would have been disappointed with that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Rooney should have missed it and gone, no? So- yeah, I, want, I want a proper one. <laughs> Sam Marino, a little slugs. <laughs> It's weird, isn't it? Like, so as we, we were talking Slug earlier Marino. about Slug Marino, all right, <laughs> about how um, Rooney's got the forty-nine goals and one hundred and six caps, which is exactly the same as Bobby Charlton. But um, I, you struggle to remember a lot of Rooney's international goals because so few of them came at tournaments. Only they, one of them is from the those... World Cup. Yeah, then uh, he was. Um, he scored a few in. Euro 2004, 2004, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. but a great header. And uh, one in Euro 2012. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, but it, they, it's, it's weird, they don't really stick in your mind in, in the way that a lot of previous sort of England England greats do. A lot of Sir Bobbies were against sort of inferior opposition as well. Of course, and, yeah. And, and the football... Maybe I'm being in, harsh on Rooney, but that's just my I think uh, possibly, perception of it. I think the, the problem with Rooney is you get... Um, people are quite dogmatic about it. It's almost like you're in one of two camps. But I think it's fair to be able to say about Wayne Rooney that he's a fantastic player. And of course, you know, 49 England goals is, is, is great. You know, we're from a generation where we love international football and he should, he should have a lot of credit for that. Mm. But I do still think also he probably could have gone on to achieve a lot more and he hasn't done that. And of course he's done his injuries mm. and blah, blah, blah. I think it, it, it's at tournaments people are honing in on this because in qualification he's been magnificent for England. Yeah. yeah. He scored mm. so many goals and that's a part of the whole the World Cup and European Championship campaigns that it is mm. getting to the tournament as well and Rooney has been 
one of England's um, most important players for that. His goal tally will, will back that up, of yeah. course. At tournament, 2004, brilliant. And it was a shame. When he got injured, England's hopes really yeah. faded away. Um, 2006, he was injured. They rushed yeah. him back, if you remember. He had yeah. that foot injury. He was injured. He was he was crocked. Um, 08 didn't qualify. 2010, they were all rubbish. Yeah. And they've yeah. been he blasted. He was so isolated and, as well. Yeah, yeah, he he a lot of the problem has been the service to him. Yeah, but he was, I was going to say, with that particular one, they were blasted by Capello pre-season, taking him up the Alps, <clears> was it, or wherever they went to do the, the yeah. training before. San Marino it was. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we, well, we got our own back, <laughs> finally. Um, and then 2012, he missed the first two games. He did score against Ukraine, against Italy. He was very poor, as was everybody. Yeah. Mm. And then in the World Cup... Well, he went um, on holiday, he admits it. He, he said he shouldn't have gone on holiday. Yeah. Well, and then in the World Cup in Brazil, he played on the left against Italy. Lovely set-up for Sturridge. And then in the second game, should have scored early on in the second half against Uruguay. Well, that, he, he did get the goal. He was the one driving England forward. Uh, you know, was unlucky not to score in the first half of the header. Actually, when you unravel it... You can kind of understand, but still, he's had a lot of tournaments, and yeah. apart from 2004, hasn't... Uh, but, but 2004 did happen. And also, People often say, oh, but it was 12 years ago. He still did it. Yeah. Yeah. It was be, on his CV. He has lit Rooney. up a tournament. To be fair to Rooney, he's had the pressure of being the guy who's going to break Bobby Charlton's record and lead England to glory and this, that and the other, since he was 16 years old. Mm. And how often have we seen players you know, put forward as being like the next huge, big, brilliant thing that's going to you know, take us on to the next level? Like John and Joe fail. Yeah, and yeah. like John Joe. He's not going to fail. But Rooney has, <laughs> has lived with that pressure for so long and just taken it on board and, and done a fine job, really. I think I think that you, you you can sort of say, oh, well, you compare him to Charlton because Charlton won a World Cup. Um, mm. But I think with Rooney, it's a, it's you know, a phenomenal achievement and he's not always been right up top. Obviously, he's been an attacking player, probably more attacking than Charlton. But isn't it amazing that we've seen an England player in our lifetime... Ham Marino. Fine. Doesn't even work. <laughs> Where have you been for the last five minutes? Yeah, thinking about in, in Han Marino, Marino. <laughs> yeah, Bennett, yeah. Um, Ban Marino, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> uh, but it, it, you know, in our lifetime, we've seen a guy equal Charlton's record, and listen, that's great because listen, those the, kind of records you want to see equaled and broken. Yeah. It's a situation where it's a team sport. You know, yes. he, he can't do it all himself, and I would, I'd happily defend him on that front. <laughs> but I do still think if you cast your mind back a few years. People were talking about Rooney in the same breath of Messi as Messi and Ronaldo, and talk about them being the top three players mm. in the world. Since people then, like Ro- Stuart Pearce. Since, no, but <laughs> generally people were talking about that. I mean, we, we, I yeah. remember us laughing at going into was it going into World Cup 2010 when Rooney had a great qualification, yep, that's and, right. and people and we, we were saying because I think Tim Lovejoy said, "Oh, Rooney, Messi, and Ronaldo, the players to watch," and we yeah. were laughing at him for saying that because it was so obvious. Sorry, it was Harry Redknapp, not uh, right. Okay, not Stuart Pearce, so, so people was and, and since then, through inconsistency and potentially fitness problems, Rooney's dropped off the face of a face of the earth since then. Mm. I mean, but so, you could level that at Messi and Ronaldo in competitions. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, well, not the not reason to the same degree. <laughs> well, not that not one. with the, obviously 2014 World Cup with Messi, but. Um, but I, 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 yeah, I mean, Messi would have probably played better in Copa America than so. I mean, look, as I say, you can unravel it, you can make arguments for and against, but I do think when people, so Bobby Charlton, none of us saw him play, we've only seen yeah. a few little highlights, you can hold him up in a certain light, right? And that's fine. And he should be held up. He's one of the greats this, this country's ever produced. I think sometimes people are too quick to have a go at Rooney and say, Absolutely. well, but where, where has he been? And like I said, when you unravel the tournaments he's been in, Actually, there are some other factors there. Yes, he might not have played as well as he would have liked, but he did light up 2004. I know it was only a quarterfinal and went out on penalties. Fine. But he was injured I, he, got, he got injured. He did go injured. He went injured and he, he went off because of injury. Um, but I think that 
some people are a little bit harsh to him. I think he's been a fantastic player mm. for England. He deserves the credit for, for scoring that many goals at international level. Mm. We can't sit here and say, oh, sometimes it's a shame that people forget how good Gary Lineker was because um, he just presents TV shows now and Wayne really scored one more goal than Gary Lineker at international level. And not, yeah. So we, we have to give credit where it's due. Exactly. And did you, I mean, did you give a bit of credit there when he went in the studio in his sandals after the game? In the well, I think that was a bit of a misnomer because I think that a lot of the players they do. wear those type of sandals because of, um, the they get told to wear them because of um, the infection in the change room and stuff yeah. like that. So it's not a huge, a huge deal for me, that. No. But it was still it nice was, to it see. It looked funny, yeah, it looked funny. Yeah, and, and, and Roy the Boy Hodgson was in the studio as well. Yeah, very owly man. I don't, I don't know who, uh, I don't know who sort of wrote it, but it really, really made me laugh, the quote under that picture. is like, um, can we go and play yet, Dad? Can we go and have a kick <laughs> out, Dad? And Roy Hodgson's going, wait, just wait, I'm talking. Big John's played well. He did. Well, The thing is, it's the, you know, as much as we joke about San Marino, you learn so little from that game. I think the only positives from it in, you know, that England can take are getting players like John, Klein, Harry Kane, uh, Ross Barkley, and, and Oxley Chamberlain involved just to sort of get them in the team a little bit more. Yes. It's, it's a strange, uh, strange fixture. Harry Kane's goal wasn't a dink; it was a lift, according to Luke. Think? Moore. I think it was a lift. Yeah, I probably a lift. That's the only thing I've got to say about that game. Really. That okay. might, well, that might kind of kickstart his um, season a little bit. Maybe he'll enjoy the next match. Yeah, you're welcome. At domestic Spurs. level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but England, now this is the point I wanted to make. That, that I was pleased to hear that England have friendly spooks against Spain, France, and Germany. Uh, probably next year, I think, um, yeah. when, when qualification's done and dusted. Because England, when they play in the qualifying, they're generally speaking, well, pretty much for all of it, and maybe there was a half in Switzerland in the first game that they weren't, but they're always on the front foot. Yeah. You can't you can't play reactionary football and play on the break mm-hmm. and the counter when you're at home to Slovenia and <clears throat> Lithuania and so on. When England get to the tournament, they then play sides that are better than them, and it's quite difficult to sort of like Wales, like Wales. Uh, well, I'll come to them in a minute, but it, it, England then need to kind of um, be able to play on that back foot when they don't have the ball, etc. Having those friendlies, I think, is 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 quite crucial, and I think that's what Hodgson's doing there because England they don't know how to that that's the problem when you take say Wales we'll come on to them in a bit more but Wales I think almost are in a better position than England in some senses because Wales play on the break on the counter when when they're playing throughout the group yeah. and it's worked for them and they will take that style into the tournament they all know their jobs that's the problem for England is sometimes they're not sure oh, what we're doing here and, and they're not that well adaptable like we see with some mm. of the other better teams you know mm-hmm. I think that's a fair point yeah, yeah. it's, good, it's a well made point thank you um, can we talk about Roy Hodgson's ball control oh we can it was great wasn't it lovely he touch he trapped a football brilliantly better than a lot of his players can do <laughs> sometimes on the international stage yeah. and, and he had his hand well. in his pocket yeah. Mm. The only thing, only thing, uh, one more thing I want to say about England, maybe um, when they're at France, is England do have We're pace. The, yeah, the England do have pace up front, and so actually against a Spain or a Germany, might he he could do worse, couldn't he, than playing um, a deep lying defence because they don't have a lot of pace at the back. I know the defence isn't that great, but you know you have Shelby and or Henderson or Carrick or whoever you, you want playing in front of the back four, and actually having maybe Walcott on one of the rings. Rooney can drop deep yeah. and help out the midfield. Or Oxley Chamberlain very quick. Well, Walcott's more of attacker, so if you have Walcott maybe the furthest up the pitch coming in off the flank, if Spain or Germany are pressing England, they can't press fully because they've always th- they're always thinking oh, you've got Walcott behind Sterling you. as well. 
Mm. Yeah, ex- okay, fine, yeah. But there's three players, exactly. And the natural else. underachievement of England, so they've got that. They got It's fine, they'll mess it up, it's fine. Yeah. No, but I'm, well, then I'm get just... in behind us, but something will happen. Fine, yeah. but, I, well, I, no, but this is the point I'm making, is that if England don't go into the tournament thinking, right, we're England, let's try and assert ourselves on this. If they actually try and think, hmm, let's be a bit cautious, let's try and hit on the break and play like that yeah. style, I think they might mm. might actually do all right. I mm. would, I would <laughs> love it, just imagine it. Theo Walcott reckons we can win it. Can we just believe him, guys? Well, can, we just, thing, can we just kid ourselves? The good thing with the new format is that, because um, it's 24 teams, three teams for a lot of the groups will go through to the knockout The four bay. best third place yeah. teams. <clears> exactly. So you've got to, I mean, listen, you've got to go something to not qualify for this tournament. But once you've qualified, you should be able to, you should be in pretty good shape to get through to the knockout phase. And after that, it's, you know, it's anyone's game. It's a lottery. Mm. Mm. Indeed it is. Uh, more beautiful chats on the uh, European qualifications after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They're men of the world, not you regular rabble. They love a bit of that. Hash, hashtag trouble. Group D. Oh, Scotland. Mm. Lost at home to Germany. We've just been in the pub watching that, actually. Yeah, valiant effort, though. It was. Um, which, which will be a great comfort to the Scottish fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a very autumn game. I didn't realise it. Would, yeah. I mean, and yeah. Germany just played it at, not at pace at all. They were just like, yeah, we'll just not go around, and we've won. It was such <laughs> a crappy goal to get the game underway. And then Scotland <laughs> outcrapped them. Well, that's in, the, in the goal, isn't it? He just, he just, <clears throat> it's unreal. We were talking about this earlier. It's like he's got more points to deflect things off that no one else can like see. He, it's like he's permanently driven on by the fact that he'll never be the best Müller to play for Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He might even get more goals than the other one it's like he's, got a, he's got like a nuclear reactor in his heart. Absolutely <laughs> astounding, isn't Jim, it? Jim, can I, can I just say, he won't get more goals than German at this rate because I did a little bit of digging around. And um, so Messi scored 426 um, senior goals mm-hmm. um, for his club. Gerb Muller, have a guess how many Gerb Muller scored in his club career. 693? 655. Oh, that is just, just ridiculous. <laughs> 709 games. <laughs> ridiculous. So essentially, it could. Everyone's talking about Messi being the greatest player of all time and all that other stuff, and that's another debate. It's feasible that Messi won't really get anywhere near Gerb yeah. Muller's scoring record. He might do. He might, yeah, of course he might do. He might even surpass it, but it's feasible that he won't. Do you know who's yeah. going to overtake him in international football? Robbie King. Robbie King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Muller's got 68 international goals in 62 games, and Robbie King, I think, has played about 300. 142 games. 142, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is absolutely It's amazing. Brilliant. That's a great achievement. But Gilmore have played in a World Cup winning side. He did, of course. Robbie King hasn't yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they did the business against Georgia. They did the business they're against still, Georgia. Still alive. That was a vital one. Absolutely vital one, because had they have dropped points there... I think I... I don't know, I still might fancy Scotland to get third place. Well, actually, I mean, Ireland are four points above Scotland. But Ireland have George, uh, sorry, Poland and Germany to come, don't they? They've got Germany at home mm. and Poland away. So Germany's the next one. Now, obviously, um, Germany and Poland, there's only two points in it. So Germany will want to, uh, you know, it's still all to play for. But Scotland play Gibraltar, don't they? Well, Scotland are away to Gibraltar last game. <laughs> don't so that's going to matter. That's a, gu- yeah, <laughs> that's a guaranteed three points. They have Poland at home. If Scotland 
um, get four points from those games. So they've got a guaranteed three. All goes down to that Polish one. If they can get a point at home and and Ireland lose both games, they will get into the playoff because of the head-to-head with Ireland. Yeah. It's <sighs> essentially down to one of those two. Scotland, mm. Not all of them can qualify now. It's Scotland yeah. or Republic of Ireland, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's, it is in Ireland's hands, but in their hands means Germany at home and Poland away. Don't push too far, your dreams are China in your hands. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was that Georgia match, wasn't it, really? It was. That was the one. That was the one. That was the dirty... That was the dirty man. Georgia had a player called... um Mac Head Leze, I think it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, but it was like the, the Scottish muck. Which <laughs> That's <unusual>. nice. <laughs> Who did you like? Was it Carvaker or something? Can uh, Carver, the midfield player, Carving who essentially up. rendered Scott Brown obsolete <coughs> as a concept. Which is not easy. The entire game. But Scott Brown in his days is, is, is play, he's mixed it in the Champions League, you know, so he's, mm. he's got ability. I thought the Scotland uh, performance against Germany was encouraging. They did well. They, they traded blow for blow with Germany and fair play to them for doing that. Rod Stewart uh, enjoyed uh, it. He did. Yeah. For, for that a time. got a huge cheer yeah. where we were. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but the Georgia, From the Germans, oddly. But the Georgia game, they weren't at it at all. They mm. weren't. They didn't play any of the sort of football that typified their, their stuff under Strachan so far. They looked leggy. They looked really tired. I think the heat probably played a part in it. And that was a missed opportunity for them. They, mm. That was a winnable game. Yeah. Game. Yeah. And if they won that, they'd be in great shape. Do you know, what, even if it was just a point, hmm. like oh, they could have been a point well, tonight. Though that's the thing. Oh, but that yeah. Germany but that's and the, the, the oh. thing is, I mean, it's it's the knock-on effect, isn't it? It's the demoralising effect. Those two defeats they in lose a row two have. Games. I mean, you know, they'd have, they'd have to a degree would have expected to lose to Germany, and that's that's not unreasonable. They needed something from that game so the rest of the running doesn't feel like a sort of uphill slog. Mm-hmm. I love I, Poland beat Gibraltar eight-one. Yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> they got it, didn't they? Wasn't Gibraltar's first international goal against Scotland? I think it might. Yeah, have been. I think it was. I love that they got the one. Yeah. Do you see, yeah, uh, Pal- you, you've had your one. Everyone on the pitch. Do you yeah. see the? Uh, pa- <laughs> do you see Paloma Firth played uh, Gibraltar um, yesterday? I think it was, and she had Hola España. Not a popular Ooh, move. No. Oh dear. Oh, that's a. Oh, that's a naughty. Oh, oh no. Oh, she done a naughty. Oh, yeah. Paloma. If you don't what understand that. What a palaver. Hey. Um, I was going to say it is late in it Lou it's one of the later rambles we've done my Mm. beef is with Gordon Strachan and uh, (laughs) And Paloma Faith equally (laughs) go on because he and I understand him picking Stephen Fletcher as a bit of a target man against Germany you didn't like this did you why are they picking him up front against Georgia Mm. why isn't Jordan Rose not in the squad that is a really strange one are you saying he should have done a Craig Levine 4-6-0 I'm saying why does Gordon Strachan hate having fun (laughs) (laughs) that's what I want to know yeah Mm. 4-6-0 I'm giving a voice to the Scotland fans who don't otherwise have one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they'll be well pleased with that. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we give a voice to the Northern Irish fans? Yes. Who will be mightily relieved that they got uh, a point at home to mm. Hungary. And now that was a, such a crucial point. Hey, absolutely um, rare sending off a Chris Bairdino Baird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, because he got two yellows in the same phase of play. But they, right. couldn't, under- they couldn't understand so, it, so could they? So basically... Yeah, the, the Northern Ireland players were... So Chris Bear got sent off for two yellows. Yeah, <laughs> he should have been straight red. For, well, according to the Northern Irish players, they didn't really know what had happened. Because what... I don't know if you obviously didn't see it, but what, what happened was um, Hungary um, broke. Yeah. Chris Baird was caught in a sort of altercation off the ball. Right. And the Hungary player went down, but the referee played advantage. But obviously there's been a head thought, I'm booking him for that. Yeah. And then Chris Baird tracked back and took took out another player <laughs> and was booked for that. Oh, so geez. basically the referee blanched two yards at the same time and sent him off. <laughs> yeah. But as Marcus Rodney says, the second one was probably a straight run anyway. <laughs> so essentially it was three, it was two sendings off <laughs> and two yellow cards in one passage of play. That's, That's what right. your green card that, should be for. Chris Baird is my highlight of the week. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, the referee clearly went, I could just give him a straight red ear, or I could use a little, I could make a bit of a name for myself. Yeah. Well, the great thing was, when we were watching this with the sound off. Yeah, when sorry. we first saw it, Marcus didn't see the first <laughs> yellow. He didn't notice what happened. It took us a while to work it out. And when he got the second yellow, and then we thought the Northern Ireland players were saying it was a mistake, and Marcus went, yeah, Berdinho would never do that. He's too, too much experience. experience. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Speller would never think that. Too no. much experience. So I didn't see the first one. Despite Berdinho's best sabotaging, sabotaging efforts, Carl <laughs> uh, Lafferty's popped up and saved the day. Yeah. He really has saved the day, because had they have lost that, then they wouldn't be in, in good... St- well, I mean, they, they, they would be, but they're still top of the group, because Romania yeah. dropped points well, out to Greece. And again, it's that momentum. Momentum. Well, it's not only that, but the, the taking the point in that game for Northern Ireland was not only important to get the point, but it's also important to take away the extra two points from Hungary, because they yep. were, they were mm. champing at their heels. Correct. Yeah, because, because Hungary, it would then be... Um, Romania and Northern Ireland on, on 16 points and Hungary on 15. And Northern Ireland, they still need to play uh, Finland and Greece mm. at home. Well, I think Greece at home. Speaking of Greece, this is right. Greece won the Euros. For the people who are uh, young listeners who don't know much about football 10 years ago, 11 years yeah. ago. Who think this might be an urban legend. Yeah, Greece won the Euros in 2004. <laughs> the thing is, I don't in think this, that's... In this qualification campaign, yeah. they've lost every single home game without scoring a goal. <laughs> and that includes Faroe Islands. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. I, uh, to be honest with you, actually, I, I don't really think 2004 is, is... Well, I suppose it is relevant because you should have some kind of legacy to prove that you're a good side and, and that you, you, you can't go up and down that much. But actually, they got to the knockout phase of the last World Cup a summer ago. Yeah. yeah. That was, they had a better tournament than England. Yeah. Yeah. And Italy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's astounding. But you yeah. can't take Euro 2004 from right away from them because it's literally all they've got left. Yeah. But you wonder <laughs> if, if, you know, the problems in the country itself have had this much of an effect on it. It's, it's... Well, someone said that to me earlier, and then I pointed out to them that Iraq won the Asia Cup. <laughs> you know, not that yeah, long but, after you know, the, let's not rule out, Let's different. not rule out the Ranieri factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was involved. There's blood on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Um, but yeah, it's such a vital point, that for Northern Ireland. It was so pleasing, actually, um, for, for, for them to get that. Because they'll go through, surely, now. Surely. But the reason is uh, that Northern Ireland... They have a great team spirit and they're all workers in there and all the other cliches and so on and so forth. They've not got a, that many goals in them. So even if they did go away to Finland looking for a result and you'd think they'd probably be favourites for that match, not a full... Well, none of this is a full conclusion. Romania drawn at home with Greece. Just don't yeah. throw it away now, guys. Come yeah. on. Mm. You've got Head it. on. Yeah. It's next month, isn't it? The next round of matches. Yeah, October, yeah. Yeah, Wales, oh. Wales can't oh. uh, throw it away, surely. No. One point <laughs> they need. And it's such a shame that they never got it on that night because yeah. everyone was, was so geared up They were ready for, for a party, weren't because they? Because Northern Ireland were ready for a party, but actually, it, the way it went, it, they, they everybody left with a smile on their face. But, uh, but, um. I imagine if they lost at home to Andorra oh, yeah, the last man. game. That would be absolutely insane. Well, we were saying, weren't what we, happened? that, um, if Scotland actually managed to get into the playoffs and they were really, really happy about that, they get the Dutch or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> you know? the Dutch at this point in time. Yeah, God, yeah. true. Well, we'll come on to them in a sec. But Wales, um, Gareth Bale, Gareth, yeah, Gareth Bale <laughs> scored a lovely header against Cyprus, didn't he? He did. Yes. I know that was uh, last week, but worth a mensch. Yeah, very nice. Neck muscles. They were unlucky against Israel. I think it was one of those games, if they'd scored early when they had a chance to do so, they would have gone and won it fairly hard. Because Israel weren't, weren't really offering anything at all. Fairly right? certain Wayne Rooney got one of their penalties. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> that was such a nailed-on penalty. Yeah. I listened to that on five. I listened to a lot of the game on five live, and it was um, a guy called I can't remember his first name. Possibly Liam Brown, who's a previously Wales commentator, I believe. And it was John Hartson and Robbie Savage. So it was like a massive Wales fest. Yeah. Hartson loves it. Every time something happened, all you heard was like a load of shouting. <laughs> <laughs> it was impossible to know what was going on. When Hartson's on Match of the Day 2, 
every now and then. I actually, I think he's actually quite good. But whenever a Welsh player is mentioned, he goes, good Welsh lad, good Welsh lad. <laughs> <laughs> As if that gives him like an extra little bit of kudos. So the atmosphere sounded absolutely unreal then. And it's such a shame yeah. that that last minute goal was clearly offside. Yeah. That, yeah. Was Time to run. I, I think he yeah, could if he, he just, just, yeah. just wait. He got just really excited. excited yeah. Yeah. Just giddy. Just, yeah, but the thing is, Marcus and I were talking about this earlier as well. It's such a brilliant <coughs> achievement from, from Wales, um, with the regardless rule of the rule change. Um, because, you know, a lot of people are, are talking about how, you know, it's... Incentivized. You know, the, um, the qualifying process in general has been lit up by all these teams feeling they can get a slice of it all. But Wales, they're topping the group on their own merit. Even if the rules hadn't changed, they would be, mm. they would be up there. And yeah. they've got a very, very good team. Like, they have got a good it's team. The, it's the best... It's the, I mean, it's... You could argue it's one of the best squads they've ever had. Did Coleman say golden generation? I was like, oh, he great. did. Yeah, that was a real Coleman generation. I meant Coleman generation. They're a top quality striker away from being a genuine presence in, in European football. They've got a great yeah. backbone to that. So all, all Ashley Williams has been superb. All I want to say, Jim, just pick up on your point, is I know what you're saying about Wales just topping the group anyway and, and doing brilliantly, but there is something to be said for the fact that the rules have changed meant that they actually believed they could yeah, get there. that's right. And that, that essentially served as an attitude changer for a lot of teams. When they, they, they started going into games with a lot more confidence. That's right. And it also comes down to the good work that was built, the foundations that were built, not only by the, the late Gary Speed, obviously mm. died tragically, and Chris Coleman's continuing that good work, despite a bit of an iffy start. But also, if you look at that team, that Wales team, there's more than a handful of those players were given their debuts by John Toshak. And he, he, ah. he gave them a... He, it, some people were saying on Five Live actually they didn't have much choice because they didn't have much many players to pick pick from. Mm. That as maybe, but Toshak still deserves credit for giving people like Ramsey, Bale their their, their debuts and mm. actually helping to foster yeah. them through. It, so th- what we're seeing here is actually something we don't see in England really very often, mm. um, especially in recent years of a team coming through together and now reaching maturity. Yeah. Now they may they may not get an opportunity again to to qualify. Um, for another major tournament after this one, so there's definitely a feeling of not destiny, but now is the time for yeah, them to do something. There's, there's not many winning well, the group though; they'd fancy it surely. They're Those above England are, in the rankings, aren't they? They are. I was about to say yeah, that. But they've got a chance of getting through the group, as we just <laughs> said earlier, because three teams for most of the groups will go through. Uh, but as Pete says, though, that because of their improved ranking position, not that the groups at the tournament are going to be on FIFA rankings; they're going to be on UEFA rankings. Yeah, whereas Royals aren't, aren't particularly high there. But in the next uh, World Cup qualification for Russia, that will help. You know, mm, Wales will be yeah. in good stead for that. And actually, because that's what um, Charlie Nicholas used to say when Bertie Votes was in charge of Scotland, when Scotland would finish fifth in, the, in their qualifying group and stuff, he said it would do his head in so much because then they would drop down a pot and yeah. the qualification would be even harder. Oh, the, general, the coefficients and stuff like that can be fairly difficult to understand, but the general rule is if you win games, it's a good thing. Yeah. Just keep winning games. That's As you right. said, the Bertie Votes Scotland is a great example, but Wales, regardless of whether it's a FIFA coefficient or yeah. a UEFA coefficient just winning games but will help put, match, put easy matches to bed and, yeah. and, yeah. and if you lose the big match as well you know you, yeah. you've lost you've lost but a match right. you're always going to lose I think but that's the difference though isn't it as, as we were saying about the in, you know added incentive to qualify with that extra extra guaranteed place in the group because if you go away to a Finland or you go away to Kazakhstan or somewhere and you're saying to a group of players Oh come on! We make let's not make sure we drop down a pot. They're gonna yeah, okay. Well, I've got a long old season. I'm a bit tired. Yeah. But if you're like, come on, we can get there. You're gonna be more up for yeah. it. What I was starting to say though, and, and that's absolutely true. But 
I think this has coincided with them genuinely having a, a really, really good squad together. That, as Luke said, has been built together, and it's just such perfect timing for yeah. all of them. There are so many variables that are almost ripening at the same yeah. time, and it's it's beautiful to see. I'm really excited for them. I'm really hope they get it over the line. A lot of variables. It's also worth pointing mm. out, by the way, that it, with Wales getting into a major tournament, which they are going to do now, um, they got a reason. We don't know what the draw will be, but they'll have a reasonable chance of getting through the group. If you've got a good, solid, quality defence, I mean, Wayne Hennessy should be playing regular football. He's a good goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Ashley Williams is a great defender. They've got two Premier League fullbacks, mm-hmm. Neil Taylor and Ben Davis. Um, they've got a good, solid um, defensive lineup, really, because they can sit a couple of midfielders in front of the back mm-hmm. four who have got Premier League experience as well, like Joe Allen, Joe Ledley, people like that. And those two complement each other nicely. If, yeah, yeah, if you have that and all working defender well as a unit, and you chuck Gareth Bale into the mix, mm. you knock out football. Yep. You'd be surprised how far a team could also, go on their day. I think they should don't be forget Aaron Ramsey. I think they're going to win it. <laughs> I think, no, I think they could get out of their group with that extra, you know, the with the the, three, the four third best placed teams. Mm. I think Wales could be, as I say, they know what they're doing. They know their style of play when they get to the tournament, mm. and uh, it'd be very interesting to see. And if Belgium hadn't have beaten Cyprus with that late Eden Hazard goal, that yeah. would have put Wales through. Mm. You know, it's so close. Actually, that would have been uh, that would have been quite funny. You know, a load of Welshmen in the pub after going, "Oh, that was a shit." Wait, what? They're kind of weirdly comparable, aren't they? Wales and Belgium in that that, that team has come through. Together. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, yeah. you could say. Uh, group A, Iceland. Wow. Ahi, Ahi, Iceland. <laughs> is what the Dutch yeah. said. Yeah. Um, yeah, Iceland, as I always say, and I will say it again, ladies and gentlemen, you didn't believe me. You might well have done. I don't know what you said. They're the most <laughs> overachieving nation in football. They've reached their first uh, ever tournament. Couple of words in response to that. San Marino nil, <laughs> England six. If six nil is overachieving, then scratch me out of this show because I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Mm. Is Ida Good Johnson still playing for us? Yes, he, is. Yeah, he came on. He came Amazing. on. Him and all his sons. Amazing. I have a stat for you, Marcus, that I think you're going to enjoy. Oh. Uh, well, it's not a stat, it's more of just a figure. Iceland only have 22,508 registered footballers. There you go. Isn't it something like um, 80% of the Iceland squad were born in the same hospital? Reykjavik Hospital very nice fact I don't even care if that one's true (laughs) that's such a good fact it's a a definite good percentage the next thing I bought um, flights for my mum and dad to Iceland today without without asking them without asking them they didn't go I had to sell it to a friend Uh, but my friend (laughs) this is how you end up with two pianos (laughs) (laughs) he he, he told me this because they were supposed to fly out today right Yeah. but when you bought the tickets a while ago you said this to me like I can't believe I bought two tickets to Iceland for my mum and dad and they don't want to go and I said, what? Because you, you asked them and they said they did want to go and they changed their mind. You said, no, I didn't tell them. I didn't tell them because yeah, otherwise they'd single, never do it. Every single set of parents in the world <laughs> would say that. <laughs> they they, are not, they are, don't have much on. They could have gone. No what did one. you think would happen? What? How did it play out in your head? Oh, Peter, you are such the best and only son we have. Yeah. Did they <laughs> Thanks say, for these tickets. <laughs> we, we, Peter, uh, you're now only... Now past the fetid shark. You are our only would have, and therefore best son. Yeah. They would have said... To gear us because they would have learned a little bit, bit of Icelandic like I did. Is anything I went. you've ever done not geared up towards you be able to use a couple of words of a particular language? <laughs> <laughs> because you did, this, you did this in Japan and you yeah. did it a lot with the Korea. I, did it Don't forget that. Korea. When have I spoken whatever language the Iranians live? The live show in Dublin. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. well, you know, as well. I like it. That's nice. I quite like that about Pete. That he I have does a bit that. of respect. All yeah. I'm saying is. You yob off throwing picnic Luke, furniture around. Luke, there is a lot more that you can cane him about. <laughs> about like, <laughs> learning a couple of words in a, in yeah, a foreign I language. That's actually quite good. What, like what a it's shit. Like, it's like you learn, you learn <laughs> like a bit of each language. What are you learning on foreign and that for? But it's like you're learning a bit of each language to stitch it together into your own new one. Yeah. 
And again, if he Pete did that, Speranto. you know, Diggory. Mm. Well, I've got a couple of points to make. <laughs> I thought right. you've already made them, haven't you? all yeah. that nonsense we just heard there. <laughs> yes, listeners, I agree. Uh, one, I, I think that you... This is just to my knowledge. Right. right you have learnt portions of the following languages. We're well off piece there. English. <laughs> we're, no, I'm joking. Uh, right. Korean. Yeah. Japan. Yeah. J- Japanese. Japan. <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. Japan go. Irish. Norwegian. <clears throat> Russian. Out of the blue, for no reason, you went for that lesson down the road. Estonia. Estonian, yeah. Scat. Scat. <laughs> now, hang on, but uh, when you're saying all this, how many... Do you speak... No, I, well, I, well, I've never learnt a language to any sort of great degree, so yeah. if I go abroad, I feel embarrassed. Because you're choosing one. the hardest languages in the world. That's the most foreign, mate. Let me get on to Iceland. Hang on. Okay. You just dragged this away from us. Well, all I'm saying is, no, Pete's come on. Parents... We'll go back to Pete's foibles on it on its new dedicated section. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's parents only reacted the same way any other set of parents ever would do. Right. Them. Fine. They yeah, were fine. never going to go themselves, so I took matters and finances into my own hands. Yeah. Okay. Which you could have done by either asking them or just not booking the they ticket. They would never have. Do- they would never have agreed to it. And they they didn't go. Surely there's a clue there. Yeah. Um, the Dutch were unhappy with the sending off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruno Mars and indeed. rightly so. It was a terrible sending off. It was a, 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 at a premium. That don't, was a yellow don't card. Don't Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> Double Dutch. At premium. At premium. That was a yellow card. Yeah. But they, I, I think that, that the, might be reputation there. The penalty was nailed on though. Definite penalty. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was a pen. So it was a pen. Of the Czech way. Republic and Iceland. They're both after top spot. They both qualified. Yeah. Mm. The Czechs. Only um, two of the Icelandic squad, I believe, play in Iceland. I think a lot. They have exported their players quite successfully. Which only They've eight. only got one team. Yeah, only eight of the twenty-three man squad that uh, was picked for this particular international break uh, for the Czech Republic play. Only eight play outside of Czech Republic. So okay. a load of their players oh, wow. are domestic. That's right, brilliant. Okay. It's just, which is obviously the Czech league's not particularly strong. So what an achievement that yeah. is! Iceland and Czech Republic doing, doing really well is, is obviously brilliant. But Austria absolutely tearing it up. As They're well. having a lovely time as well. Brilliant. Austria got some very handy, uh, very very handy. Can players. I say something potentially controversial? And it might not be controversial because you guys might, might agree with me. Holland are rubbish. I don't think the Dutch are actually that good anyway. I think yeah. people are being surprised mm. because they're thinking. Oh, all these great players they've got, and they're thinking of World Cup 2010. But if you look at three of the front four that played against Iceland, Schneider, old, Huntelaar, old, they Van shouldn't Persie, be where old they and are. slow, and yeah. um, Wijnaldum, who's inconsistent, and, and was great last season, captain PSV last season to the title, I think. Iceland, 22,000 registered footballers. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think the Dutch have a, a strange problem. That it's a transitional time, isn't it? Their, their players are either too old or too inexperienced, and mm. there's, there's just no one bridging that gap. But it, mm. doesn't, it doesn't mean to say it should lead to this. Should it? No. Oh no! It's it's an absolute like you know. Some of those players. Shambles. Some yeah. of those players were a part of the third best side in the world. Well, you, could, you know, you could level a lot of this against England. You know, ten years ago or something like that, when just things were just falling a bit. It was, it was like, never we this really bad. Know. No, but Pete, should I, we lend I, them Lampard and Gerrard? No, England, 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 only once of England had to go through a playoff. To my um, oh yeah, we're all very mind. good at getting there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. No, but this is what we're talking about. We're talking about qualification and the Netherlands. You've got that extra place in there. I love the fact that it this is... This is what I mean. Yeah. If, it's not, yeah. if it was, oh, they didn't finish top and they finished second or third, they've got that extra place. But yeah, but they, they might... They might finish fourth. The Czechs and the Icelandic. The great thing about the Dutch squad is it is literally the blind leading the blind. It is. (laughs) It is literally that. Yeah. Let that one go. Yeah. Thanks. Um, But Turkey though, eh? What a win they got against um, the Dutchies. (laughs) 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 Oh, you can only beat what's put in front of you. Now the Netherlands, they're away to Kazakhstan. 
Which is a trip that anybody could do without, because it's, a, it's an awkward run. And it should be, probably be quite warm there, I'd imagine. Mm. And then home to Czech Republic. Turkey are away to the Czechs, and then home to Iceland. So Turkey have got slightly harder running. Yeah. Iceland are on the plane, though, so... And the Czechs are It was party well. time. It was party time. True, true. Um, so it will be interesting to see if, uh, if, if the Netherlands will reach that playoff. In, 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 indeed it will. They will almost certainly meet Ireland or Scotland. It just seems, seems written. Seems written in the stars. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to England getting knocked out by the Dutch in the quarterfinal. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quarters for a, for a Robin Hattrick or something. I'll take quarters now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quarters would be quite an achievement. It would be, wouldn't it? Um, right then, uh, there were some other groups that are happening, but uh, we can't be asked talking about them. Oh, Portugal uh, laboured to a one 0 win away yeah. to Albania. Oh god, we, we watched minute. that from the corners of our eyes, and it looked awful. It did. Yeah. What about Italy? Two one 0 wins at home against Malta and they Bulgaria. They start slow. Yeah, <laughs> if there is two results worth, not worth talking about on this entertainment show, <laughs> it's two one nil wins for Italy over Malta and Bulgaria. Italy have started slow in advance of the tournament. Well, they started it's... quick in the match against Bulgaria, though, didn't they? They scored quite oh, yeah. early. The I, was, I hadn't even sat down. I was making tea. Very soft penalty, mm. and then he Get got himself early. sent off. Get there early next time. Oh, I was, I was, He's got a pen and then off. Oh, yeah. Mm. Scored a pen and then got sent off. Um, Italy, their side doesn't look too inspiring. But actually, when you look at the team. There's a lot of experience there. Okay, it didn't help them out so much in the, in the last World Cup, but I think that was a bit of an anomaly. I, I would expect Italy to be all right when the tournament comes around. Yeah, that's they, not uh, a ridiculous uh, opinion there. No, <laughs> but Except I, for the 2006 World Champions. But again, why, uh, there's no point in saying that. Why? Because Some ten years ago, who, who by the still time plays the in, the, comes in the team? There might be one or two. Exactly. Got experience. Well, of winning the, the England, the 2006 World Cup quarterfinals. I mean, yeah, we'll get to the quarterfinal again. Well, <laughs> Thank you very much. I've proved my point. Well, that didn't help. No, <laughs> you haven't proven well, your point at all because the, the, the two World Cups since Italy went out in the first round. Yeah, fair. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> right. Point, yeah. uh, Norway. <laughs> they were terrible in 2010 as well. Yeah, I forgot they about were. that. Norway, yeah. they won two games and Berget with a lovely bit of composure to score the first against Croatia. That was one of my mm. favourite little bits he of play. He's got a proper Viking beard. He does. We, I mean, we used to talk about, you know, good footballer beards a lot on the show but then beards became really annoyingly popular and they're everywhere but that, that's a proper Nordic one that is like you know that's out of the fjords that <laughs> one of the originals <laughs> very true <laughs> there is the wonderful comprehensive roundup of the European qualification for that international break we've got an email and highlights of the weekend more coming up after this well Marcus I think it was a nothing nothing result Craig Brown welcome to the football rumble that was a pleasure Never a chore. Mm. I'm going to read out an email here. It's in response to a recent opening question when we asked about unnecessary rule changes. Oh, was that a fortnight ago? I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's from James. He says, Hi, everyone. My unnecessary rule will be to change the effect of the red card on the game. We've talked about green cards. Where's he going? Yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> if a player commits a foul that incurs the wrath of a red card instead of the player being dismissed, there is a false substitution with the manager of the team having to take the field. Imagine yeah. the possibilities, yeah, says like James. That. Not only do we increase the entertainment value of the Premier League, but this could also empower the players. Imagine John Terry getting himself purposely sent off so he can sit in the changing room as he watches Mr Mourinho mark Sergio Aguero or inevitably take the ball off Eden Hazard as he demands that he be responsible for taking the team's penalties. I don't think that's a great example because I don't think Terry would do that to Mourinho. No. No. I think, I think you, the, the potential on this it would be something like getting um, Dick Avocar mm. on the pitch. That <laughs> yeah. would happen fairly regularly, really I would have thought. It. But you would... Th th Imagine Dick Advocat. Players would be subbed off <laughs> if they got booked. Tell you what, though, yeah, yeah, for, for Swansea, for example, it could actually be an advantage. Monk's not long <laughs> retired. Yeah. You know, he's probably still decent. Yeah, Eddie Howe. You know, final final twenty minutes for those those actually, managers. But that be would, all right. But then it would force 
clubs, or not false clubs, but clubs could then think about hiring younger managers then. Yeah. Who have, who have recently been playing. <laughs> so so in, the, in the example of Gary Monk, if somebody's running through on goal, Ashley Williams or Taylor or one of their, their backs would say, hang on a minute, I'm going to chop him. So we're going to save the goal here. I'll get sent off. That's fine, and then Monk can just carry on. Yeah. So yeah. you might have a you might have a situation where clubs have like um, <laughs> a, a manager of like say Andrea Perlo and like a director of football of like Pep Guardiola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happens if the manager then gets sent off? Does the director of football have to come on? Hmm. No. What I mean yeah, is they, what I mean is that, <laughs> what I mean is the director of football is clearly the one making the real decisions, yeah. but they have like a sort of figurehead manager. Who's what you mean? You can imagine. Situation. Well, if he does a Cantona, he gets sent off for eight months. Yeah. Well, Does the manager yeah. have to play for that long? Oh, yeah, if it carried over, that'd mm. be great. So the manager would that have would to play that player's ban as well. I yeah. could see Allardyce going mental if one of his players got sent yeah. off. Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, so, yeah, enjoyed that. And now it's time for Highlights of the Week with Luke Moore. Mm. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi, Luke Moore. I haven't got a jingle anymore. I had a jingle for one week, didn't I? Did you? It's gone now, though. Uh, yeah. Come on, yeah. There you go. That's not there it, is it? That'll do, yeah. Oh, is, yeah. That, is, that, is that Highlights of the Week in scat? <laughs> Translated. <laughs> Um, here we go. What have we got here? Yeah, we had some good ones this week, actually. Um, this is a bit of a cheeky one from Aidan Jones. After we spent quite a lot of the show bigging up Wales, Aidan Jones cheekily says, My heart of the week is Gareth Bale being one win away from qualifying for the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously he's responsible for pretty much every single goal. No. I think that's a bit unfair, Naughty. Actually, yeah, a little bit naughty. Um, Patrick Sellers says, um, Check out this statement from BT Sport after numerous complaints from subscribers. The price of a BT Sport subscription is £15 a month and Michael Owen. It is clearly stated in our terms and conditions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I don't really care to be honest. Uh, oh, there's one for you here, Pete, you, as our resident zoo expert. Thanks. Um, Jonathan Morton says, My heart of the week was seeing a football in the zebra enclosure at my local zoo. Huh. According to the nearest steward, the striated beasts love a little kickabout. I'm assuming they all support Newcastle, Juventus or Notts County. I was about to say, <laughs> I think John Carver's running, he's trying, to, he's trying to manage them. That's any, wonderful. Any zebra <laughs> and doing a better job. Yeah. Anybody, sorry? Any he's got zebra, them kicking up that zoo league. <laughs> any zebra playing football stories? Um, um, no, I don't think... Um, no. The last was, who was talking about eating zebra? I was. Oh, you, uh, we were doing I something ate zebra else, in Watford. Yeah. Zebra in Watford is such a weird thing to do. I know, but um. I did it. <laughs> there you go. Nick Murphy says Liberian international goalkeeper Nathaniel Sherman, which is a great name. Mm. Liberian uh, goalkeeper. Check this out. He missed his, his, he missed his country's game with Tunisia because he walked into a transparent glass panel at the team hotel while talking on his mobile. Oh, wow. Wonderful. Hashtag alleged Max Fixing. Max Fixing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this is a good one from Brad. I think Brad was in touch uh, last week as well, so he's doing very well. He's on oh, a bit of a run. He's on a hat-trick. He says, uh, mine has to be South Sudan winning their first ever competitive match, 1-0 versus Equatorial Guinea. Nice. Good for them. Very South good. Sudan are currently ranked 198. I know, very new right. country. They've only been around for mm. a few years. Uh, what Sudan was the biggest country in Africa until it, it, it got chopped into the yeah. two. There you go. Now it's, Al- now, Dublin. now it's Algeria. Now mm. it's Dublin, yeah. Mm. St- Stephen Algio says, Last week one of you referred to the concept of having a pet as like having a live Tamagotchi. Because the pets came around first, didn't what they? A weird that, that ill memory much the joke, yeah. surely. Yeah. Well, who knows? We can't remember our own jokes. No. Um, and, and, and jokes got, is, you know, kind, isn't it? And people, exactly. And people have been, um, as we know, been putting themselves forward for official certain things of the football ramble. Mm, We've yeah, got one yeah, here yeah, from yeah. Ian Aberdeen. He says, um, alongside your official train conductor, I could be the official ramble train driver. 
Um, as long as you want to travel only to the West Country or South Wales and you have to buy your own tickets. Up to you. Best offer we've got, <laughs> isn't it? So, you know, if you can top that, I like do, the way he do says, let us know. I like the way he says, up to us. It's up to us. We'll, t- we'll have a think about that, uh, Ian, and, let- and get back to you. Mm. And that is the end of my highlights of the week. I've got a couple of highlights. Well, Drogba scoring a perfect hat-trick yeah, for Montreal Impact against Chicago Fire. Oh, he looked like Roy the Rovers. Good stuff. Yeah, lovely stuff. He's going to have fun over there, isn't he? He's going to have a lot of... He is already, <clears throat> Peter. Yep. He is already. And this uh, was my highlight of the week. Um, a little leaflet came through my door. Now, I live in West London, um, and a leaflet for the Sasser Churchich Football Academy <gasps> came through. This genuinely happened, Yeah, right? this is a real thing that yeah, he's holding so right now. Underneath that, Sasser Churchich Football Academy, it's got a first step, right step. <laughs> then you got a picture of uh, Sasser Churchich um, uh, grabbing the ball off of uh, quite a young Jamie Carragher. Welcome, boys and girls. Um, <laughs> he describes himself as the Yugos- Yugoslavian George Best. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All yeah. ages are welcome. And then he's got two mobile numbers. Call any time, <laughs> seven days a week. Amazing. <laughs> should we ring him? Amazing. We should <laughs> ring him. That'd be great. Yep. It's this all is... there. It's all there. I love this. It's at the Acton Sports Pavilion in West London. Uh, according to him, it's it's located in the heart of West London. It isn't because I live in West London. I know it isn't. You are the heart of West London. Correct. And, You're the beating uh, heart of West London. Um, fastest growing football academy in London. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what <laughs> that is? Not judging by the state of that leaf, though. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, that's that has been knocked that up image. by Sasser Churches. <laughs> and if you're thinking to yourself, oh, all ages, call any time. Well, hang on. Not... It is open for everybody, but is it though? Social program places available for truly talented players. And no. if, you, if you want to see that leaflet, we've Instagrammed it on our Instagram account, which is the Football Ramble. <laughs> That's people. wonderful. Oh, do you want a website it's like roundup? The Brian Honor Club. Of course. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's all right. I was just going to offer a website roundup, Pete. If you're interested. Well, I was, you know, I was just chucking in some whimsy from my past. I'm very sorry <laughs> to interrupt a mention of Brian Honor. I, I never really, <laughs> yeah. I could never do that with a clear conscience. <laughs> <laughs> um, the website ran up this week from the always excellent Kelly Wells. She says, um, check out two of the Premier League's most enduring talents reuniting under the auspices of HMV's football extravaganza. Um, an update on Raheem Sterling and Fabian Delft's quest to become England's most unpopular players prior to Euro 2016. Uh, Jim White's horribly misjudged impression of a mad men Lothario Don Draper. That's got to be seen to be believed that. <laughs> Is that thing um, you do with the tie? Yeah, that was is, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and she also finishes off with some reimagined '90s kits in and around a photo of Georgie Campos. Oh, there we go. Mm. Can't argue with that. Lovely old job. Mm. Uh, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble dot com. The Twitter is at footballramble. As you know, the website is thefootballramble dot com. We're on Instagram. Yeah, we're on Facebook. All over it, Jimbo. <sighs> all over it. Um, any more for any more? Arsenal no. Stoke. Arsenal Stoke live on uh, Absolute Radio, three pm this Saturday. Goal. Lovely job. <laughs> Possibly a goal. <laughs> Could be a nil-nil that one. Yeah. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Get us a vela comma mereknigin. And it's goodbye. Bill, please. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
it's from James. He says, "Hi everyone. My unnecessary rule will uh, sorry. My unnecessary rule will be to change <laughs> <laughs> my unnecessary blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Scat man. 